0: Welcome to Beyond the Castle Run, your run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm the Castle Runner. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 28 pacing corrals and avoiding the balloon ladies. Now pacing is a very popular topic for run Disney races and it's a very controversial topic for run Disney races. You know, it's not just about the run. It's not about the distance. We run the races for the characters and the medals and the castle. And we all want those pictures in our memories. However, many people have been disappointed in the last few years at being swept from the race course and not obtaining everything that they dreamed a run Disney race could be. And it is very disappointing to spend all that money and effort and just not be able to finish. So... I'm here to help you understand the whole process better and to help you be able to finish and to have the fun. So I always like to start with the basics. So let's start with pacing. What is it? Well, technically it is simply the number of minutes it takes to run divided by the number of minutes of, by the number of miles. So, for example, if you're running a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, and you're doing that in 35 minutes, then your pace would be 11 minutes and 15 seconds. So it's just simple math, but it's hard to achieve that pace that you want sometimes, right? So many races have pacing requirements and that includes Run Disney. And so a pacing requirement is a minimum pace that you have to meet in order to not be swept from the race. And race officials do this so that they can keep control of the race, you know, the race doesn't go on forever, and they can clear the course because usually um, half marathons are take place in a city, on city streets, and in Disney they're taking place, of course, in the parks, and all of those things have to be cleared for n- normal traffic. So what is Run Disney's pace requirement? So Run Disney has a pace requirement of a 16 minute mile. So this pace starts when the last person crosses the starting line. So not when you start, but when that last person, that's when the 16 minute mile clock starts. And so Run Disney has some really nice volunteers who are always the last people to cross the line. And these ladies carry balloons so that you could actually see where the end is. And so now they have this wonderful, affectionate name called the Balloon Ladies. And they're really nice ladies. And they love to run and be a part of Run Disney. And so this is just something that they're doing to help everyone see where the end is. So, What exactly does the 16-minute mile mean for the race? Okay, so in order to complete a half marathon in a 16-minute mile, that means three hours and 30 minutes. So those balloon ladies are going to continuously move for three hours and 30 minutes. And runners are grouped into corrals based on their proof of time. And these corrals are going to go off in waves. So the first corral would be elite runners and the last corral would be walkers and runners. And these are the ones that uh, would have the 16 minute pace, the ones in the last corral. Now, if you you have a chip in your bib, everybody has a chip. And so your particular clock starts when you cross the starting line. And then there are markers throughout the race where it's keeping track of you at 5K, at 10K, at 15K. And so that's how they're keeping track of you. And so then the balloon ladies, they hang back a little bit and they let the last of the runners and walkers get ahead of them. And then they cross the finish line. So the 16-minute cutoff starts when they do. And typically that means a total time for the half marathon, about four hours. So typically, and from past experiences, Run Disney will sweep up through the mile marker nine. So it's not a guarantee, but if you make it past mile nine, you can breathe a little easier. However, if you see the balloon ladies before mile nine, it's a, it's a concern. Um, I would start being worried and pick up your pace you still need a game plan to complete the whole race. You can't depend on anything Run Disney says today because they have been known to change their policies from year to year. But as a rule, if you make it past mile nine, you're good. So how do I plan for pacing and stopping for pictures and bathroom? Because, you know, like I said at the beginning, it's about the pictures, And it's about the castle, and you know, you're running 13 miles and you're gonna have to go to the bathroom. You know, it's about all of that. So taking time for pictures and the bathroom breaks, that's going to eat away at your pace time. So, in other words, the clock doesn't stop ticking just because you do, and typically you need to allow 15 minutes per photo stop and 15 minutes to go to the bathroom. So As an example, if you know you need two bathroom breaks and you want a stop at your favorite character and a stop at the castle, that means you've just added a whole hour to your total time. So for the folks in the middle corrals who are running, let's say, a 12 minute mile, they'll be able to finish a little over three and a half hours. But if you're planning on that 16 minute mile, you honestly don't have an extra hour to spare. You need to plan your race accordingly and make one photo stop or one bathroom break, you, or you just need to, to plan for that because generally, if the race starts at 5.30, you need to be past your six mile mark by 7.30 in order to you know to keep in that four hour time frame. So some general tips that we like to follow that kind of help us get through the race and keep on pace. So if there are more than eight people in a line at a character stop, we skip it. And the way we figure that is if it takes two minutes per picture, that's a 16 minute wait. So if there's eight people ahead of me, I'm not doing it. We take selfies as much as possible. We take them at the mall markers, we take them at the castle, we take them at our favorite landmarks, and we sneak selfies. So if there's a character that I really want, and there are, you know, the 10, 15 people in line, I can sneak a selfie with the character in the background, and, you know, I would be be in the foreground, and I kind of try to capture it in between uh, people, the next person in line. So you can do that and we train to run so we look at the course we study it and we break it into sections and we train to run non-stop per section for example our uh sections for the princess is six miles we break it into two six mile sections because six miles will get us to the castle and that's where we want a picture in front of the castle so we train to 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 run that and for the dark side, the This year, our mark was four miles. That got us to the animal kingdom, and we wanted a photo opportunity there. So you want to run as much as possible up front so that you have time to walk later if you need to. Um, Tips for using the bathroom. We try to use the bathroom in the staging area and train to avoid the early bathroom stops. It's quicker to use the bathrooms in the parks and later on in the course, and You know, people kind of crowd around there in the mornings in those first couple of miles because you're everybody's nervous and, you know, they just drink a bunch of water or they drink coffee and you just have that urge to go. And so another tip about the bathrooms is to avoid trigger foods that force you to the bathroom. For me, that's coffee. And you want to hydrate the night before, not the morning of the race. I like to drink a big uh, container of Powerade. The night before, so that my body is hydrated, it has the electrolytes it needs, and I don't need to depend on that water first thing in the morning, which will make me have to go to the bathroom. So, and you also want to train to run and stop. So if you want to stop for a character or if you know you're going to stop and go to the bathroom, it's crowded, it's going to take you 15 minutes, right? So stopping for 15 minutes or more at a time will cause your muscles to get cold. They're going to tense up. They're going to start cramping. And you need how to understand how running and stopping feels with your body and how you're going to get going in. Maybe you need to stretch. Um, Maybe you need some biofreeze. You just have to kind of know how you're going to react to race day and plan for that. Now running together uh, for a portion of the race. So if you're running in groups, and I usually am, I always have a friend with me. I've only run a couple of races by myself, usually with other people. And so when you're running with friends, you know, we all have different paces. And you have to remember that um, if you have a faster pace than your friend, your friend can't come up to your crowd. You're going to have to go down to their corral if you want to run together, and what, that's what we usually do. We'll we will try to all get in the same corral, and we plan to stick together for a portion of the race, not for the whole race. But we like to go to a certain spot and take a group picture, then we just head our separate ways. For example, the princess again, we stick together till our castle picture, and then we um, you know go our own pace. You know it's hard to expect. Runners who are fast to walk a whole race and there's no way, you know, the walker is going to want to run the whole race. So you have to split that up and you have to talk about it and agree on what you're going to do. So how do you increase your chances of finishing? If you know that you're just one of those people who are going to run walk and you want to finish though and you're afraid of the balloon ladies, what do you do? So the best way to increase your chances of finishing is to get in one of the middle corrals. And the placement for those middle corrals is between like 11 and 14 minute miles. And this is going to give you extra time. And when you submit your time, You need to uh, do that. I think there's usually a time frame that Disney requires that, but you don't have to do it when you register. You can submit your proof of time later. It might be six weeks before, six weeks to two months before the end of the race, before the beginning of the race. Um, They will allow you to, to do that proof of time. And so if you... Uh, You want to be sure and submit a proof of time. And how you're going to do that is you're going to be running a local 10K. That's your goal. You're going to train very hard for that local race to get a really good proof of time. And you're going to push yourself so that you can get into that higher corral. And knowing that you don't have to push yourself for the half marathon, but for this 10K, you're pushing yourself really hard. And even if you plan to walk, And you know that you can want that 16-minute pace. You still need to submit a proof of time, and because you don't want to be lumped into that last corral. So even though we believe in pixie dust, you know the reality is the pixie dust may not be there on race day, and so you have to be sure and train for race day. And I like to be. To tell everyone you need to train for 10 good miles, whether that's run-walk 10, whether that's walking 10, or whether that's running 10, you need to be able to understand what that feels like on your body. Exercising for two hours, three hours at a time is a lot. And I know people come to these races extremely unprepared and they think, oh, I've run three miles, I can do this. You know, I walk on Sundays, we walk for several miles, I can do this. You really can, but it's going to be extremely hard. You need to get those 10 miles in to be your best. That's another way to make sure that you're going to finish. And one one more way to make sure that you're going to finish is to plan the race course. Do you really need to see some characters? Is that something that is your goal? Do you really need to go to the bathroom? Are you one of the, And I have a friend who has to go to the bathroom like every three miles. So if that's what you have to do, then you're going to have to map that out. Look at the map. Know where your bathrooms are. Know where the characters are going to be and allow for that extra time. You know, it may be that you're not on pace, So you're going to have to speed it up. You can't take as long as you want. You may have to settle for a selfie and not wait for the photo pass person. You know, at the bottom line is we want to finish the race. We want to earn that medal. We want to wear the medal in the parks after the race. And we want the I did it shirt. And we want to say that we have fun. And, you know, it's creating a balance between doing all the things that Run Disney requires you to do, keeping that pace and having fun and doing the things that you wanna do. So that's why planning is so important because you wanna create those memories of the lifetime. You don't wanna be swept. And uh, you know that's what I want you to do is I want to be here to help you to uh, achieve those memories. And preparation and planning is the key to everything. And you have to train and plan your race to get the pace that you need, the crowd that you need, and avoid those balloon ladies. Now, if you have any other questions, please contact me at kesslerunner77 at gmail.com. And you can follow along on my blog at www.kesslerunner.com. Click on the podcast tab and you will have more detailed information and uh, some pictures, especially a picture of the balloon ladies. You'll get to see what they look like. So be sure and check out my blog for that. And you'll notice that all the information from the other podcasts are there. And I would love to... Uh, see you and your friends here next week. So be sure to invite them and share. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with others because I enjoy you being here and me sharing my run Disney experiences with you. Now, next week, I'm going to be talking about families and all the things that they can do on a run Disney weekend because I've got lots of questions about that, about, you know, is there childcare? care? what do my family do? what do they do during the race where can they see me where do they where do we meet after the race so there's a lot of things that go into bringing your family with you and we're going to talk about all of that next week so that is all from my run disney galaxy this week Mm -hmm. may the force be with you